Hello, it is day 30 and March 28th. It is Tuesday. This is The Daily Pause, a podcast dedicated to waiting on God. And I'm here once again with our Connections Pastor, Brenda Randall. Hello. Hi, Van. How's it going? I'm glad that you're here today. We are going to be reading again, and she's going to be praying for us, and we're glad that you've joined us. Let's begin with the deep breath on this Tuesday morning. Monday's all out of the way. You don't have to worry about it anymore. It's Tuesday, and you can take a deep breath and say, Lord, welcome into this moment. Speak, console, direct in Jesus' name. Take a moment right now. Money. You cannot serve both God and money. Matthew 6, 24. Money is a touchy subject. Even though it plays a massive part in our personal and social lives, we find it difficult to talk openly about how our faith relates to our money. Indeed, many of us find ourselves stuck in secret and hidden financial obsessions. In contrast to our reticence and reserve, Jesus talks openly about money and possessions. His message conveys two sides. He strongly warns against the spiritual dangers of making money our God, and he also makes it clear that a wise use of our material possessions can enhance our relationship to God. Jesus challenges us to dethrone money as a rival God. Martin Luther once observed, there are three conversions necessary. The conversion of the heart, mind, and the purse. Of these three, the last conversion proves the most difficult. You ever prayed for your purse to be converted, Brenda? (laughs) (laughs) I haven't quite thought of it that way, but yes. (laughs) That's an interesting thing. Money is, is what I do. It's in the sense of, as a person, not me personally, but I work, I have money. It's the only sort of tangible outcome of what I do, and money allows me to do certain things. It's crazy how much Jesus talked about it. Yeah, I think people are surprised by that, actually. Yeah. Um, Certainly the church historically has done well at times and horrible at other times dealing with money, Mm -hmm. because I think sometimes the church starts to get worried that we're not going to have enough of it, so we start creating our own uh, orbits where people kind of get involved and give, you got to give, you got to give. Afraid of scarcity. Yeah. Afraid of not having enough, but he is the God of enough. How have you experienced the God of enough? Oh, so many things. But I I always go right back to when I was... First, I knew I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. And Bill had literally that year when Laisha was born started his business. And um, we just... We took one day at a time, and God just provided for us, and we faithfully gave, um, even when we're like, literally, uh, a date night was splitting a cookie, and um, but it was a good, it's, it was a grand season, actually, that we um, just 
really tested God in his faithfulness to us. And with little, we always had enough. Mm -hmm. And you, I know recently, I think it was 2008, there was a a downturn. Was that, was that a big time for your your business there? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Bill, Bill was even looking for work elsewhere. And um, we were committed to our staff and trying to, um, you know, make the money stretch and, and God just provided and he, and he kept Bill from getting another job elsewhere that he was very qualified for. And it was a good season. Now forgive me, an architectural firm, God provided for an architectural firm. Even when there's no building going on. (laughs) Right. Yeah. When we trust him, he makes himself strong and shows himself faithful. Um, it's interesting right now, we're in, in, into a new season right now mm-hmm. where there a lot of people are struggling. Have you noticed prices gone up? I mean, have you noticed? <laughs> Slightly, yes. It's <laughs> very expensive to go out to dinner now. Yeah, or to buy eggs. Eggs. <laughs> That's the talk. That's the, the big, big funny talk right now. So we're in a season right now of where prices are increasing, income, some incomes have gone up because of minimum wage or whatever, which is good, but... Not too many people have are making a lot of extra money right now. Right. So this is a prime time for us to be, especially as we head into the season of Easter, to say, God, mm-hmm. I'm going to trust you, and yes. I'm going to follow you no matter what, that you are going to be enough. Uh, I love it when I see young couples or people start learning to trust God with their finances. And one of the ways that you really do test that is by the tithe. Tithe means test. Yeah. It's a test He's of your heart. Always been faithful. A conversion of your purse, right? right. That's what it yes. is. Tithing is a conversion of your purse where you say, okay, I'm going to trust you, Lord, with this little bit of my money and trust you that you're going to make all of it work. And uh, you've seen him do that in your life, haven't you? Oh my goodness. Yes. It's, and it's, it is the, it is the challenging times mm-hmm. when you're able to just look back and know God's got it. So right now we're in this interesting season. We're going to see where it all goes, right? Mm-hmm. But um, just knowing God's not going to... He doesn't change. He promises us that he doesn't change. And so, um, you know, what he did in my 20s and what he did in the big downturn of 2008, Eight, I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's going to do the same now. And as I'm heading into, you know, I'm, I'm, in, I'm 64. So what is the next... What's the next season? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Well, would you pray for us out of that, that the Lord would teach us to trust Him, help us to trust Him? And for maybe someone who's listening today that's like, we're speaking right up their alley right now, that they will just take a deep breath and say, Lord, I'm going to trust you. Yeah. Lord, I just, I thank you that um, we do uh, need your help in, in the conversion of our purse, God. Thank you for my own personal story that I reflect on often, that um, you have always been faithful, you've always taken care of us, and you won't change. And I know that is true for every single person listening right now. For my family, God, you are going to take care of us because you are good. And we want to learn how to put you first in everything. And that includes our money. Help us, God. Give us courage to live today according to the way you planned for us. And we know that includes being generous and living with our resources in a way that honors you. In your name, amen. Amen. May it be so. Would you uh, read for us the daily practice? To express your intentions to dethrone money and to put God first in your life. Bless someone today with an anonymous monetary gift. Wow. That's a good idea. I keep a $20 bill in my pocket the other day. 
and Erica was out somewhere at this garage sale, and she goes, I don't have any cash. I said, I've got a 20. She goes, that's your, that's your giveaway 20. I said, well, apparently you need it right now. <laughs> so uh, we got it replaced, so it's back on my wallet. I love keeping it there. Maybe you could do the same thing, too. Just have your money ready for how God wants to spend it, because it's actually His. Yeah, that's a good thing. Thanks, Brenda, so much for being here today. Thanks for the invitation. And everyone else, have a fantastic day. Until next time, bye-bye.